so I guess the thing that I was talk thinking about uh, today was, you know, the reasons why we need a revolution. Because I I did start this talking about like we do need a revolution. So I want to make sure that we're always talking about that. But I think. Um, you know, we know, or I feel like a lot of us know, or we feel the reasons why we need a revolution. It's because, like, the system that we live in isn't working out. Uh, and we can point to aspects that are working and things like that, but the reality of it is you have, like, a large, a large portion of your population that's, that's not being helped by the society, that's not being taken care of, or that doesn't, isn't afforded all the privileges that we're supposed to have here and things like that. So I think it's clear, it's very clear as to like why we need a revolution. Um, but I think the the further step is all, of course, like what does a revolution look like? And that's what I've been, and that's a lot of what I've been thinking about lately because it's, it's like, what are you, the question has been to myself, what are you doing to affect the revolution? Um, because part of going out there was about living, living your revolution, like being about what you say that you're about. And I've always been told and taken myself as like a very, like an educated individual and like a right leaning, not like right politically, but like right as in between right and wrong or more so, um, positive and negative in terms of like oh I want to be building on this instead of taking from it um so it's like we all look for that thing that we can do to do our part to making the world better and things like that uh which is what led me to being out there uh and I always talk about out there being like at the protest camp and things like that but like just being in the streets and you know making your voices heard and fighting for what you believe in because you do believe in it like the thing that you that you get when you are out there among those people is that they definitely believe in what they're what they're there for um and it's not necessarily you know that the issue at hand but like their personal connection to the issue people go out there for personal reasons um and of course this can be connected to whatever protest or whatever whatever recent event has occurred that makes someone uh be out there but the fact is it's like there's something inside of you that that led you to be there and it was one of the things that I used to say to people, and maybe it seemed like cliche or corny or gimmicky, but I did say that a piece of the revolution is in each and every one of you. And I 100% believe that because the reality of it is the revolution has to be within ourselves. It's not, it's, it's not us taking to the streets with guns it's not us pushing this over it's not us getting into politics it's not us uh changing where we are like changing like what the representation of this and that is it's like all of that is just motion like placative um performative mechanical even 
where you're doing these things that are part of the system. If you're talking about what the real revolution is, the revolution is us changing. The fact that I that we have to sit here and try to convince half of a country that why they should care about people who don't have, you know what I mean? The, the fact that you have to make arguments as to why people shouldn't be gunned down into the street in the streets or you have to sit there and explain why these people who are without the the less wealthy among us how it is a result of greed and like they do deserve help out of that situation um a piece of the revolution is in each and every one of us because until we really change this culture our culture you know like our collective culture because we do have to ingest that we are a collective until we change that part nothing we do is going to change this nothing we do is going to change it doesn't matter from the most peaceful versions of getting into politics and law because like that was one that was one of the things that people uh kept trying to convince me to do in terms of like oh we put pressure onto them by lobbying and making their voice heard blah 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 it's like playing into that system and again it's like i don't i don't admonish such a thing but it's still doing the same things that have been done before so why did we uprise why do we strike out why do we have this like radical action just to say like all right let's turn that energy back into what it was before as if like now that same energy applied to the same thing is going to get a different result that's i think that's literally textbook insanity like to try the same thing expecting a different result and not to say that like oh these people are insane but it's like we have to be able to step back far enough to see a bigger picture because yeah that does look like the thing that you need to do in that moment if you're talking about like why people end up doing this or like why if we talk about myself as to why i decided to put down everything that i was doing to be out there it was like oh this is a radical change that we can do to change something now but eventually you get to you get to a part of the game where it's like oh if you're not doing this or you're not doing that or like you're not going to push it to this edge then it's like we're just playing into the same system even to the point where it's like all right you should get into politics and things like that which i have thought about i still like take that serious because like i do think think differently about politics or like feel different ways about how we should use that power that comes with politics like use it for the good of the people instead of like the good of profit um so that revolution has to be within ourselves because again you know one individual can go in there but like if they all don't have that mindset then like we end up in the same place until we change who we are as a people and again we talk about we talk about education we talk about uh policing we talk about we talk about like uh, healthcare services we talk about like city planning and we talk about all these kind of things where we can go in and make a change here and make a change there but again you're just you're just poking you're just poking at these little problems or rather like you're putting band-aids onto 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 cracks in a wall it's like every time like you put pressure here it's going to cause it to leak somewhere else because you're not addressing the whole thing the foundation of what it all is and when it comes down to it 
the foundation of our issues are within ourselves. We particularly as Americans haven't, and I, and I say that like about a lot of people everywhere, but if we're talking about like being here in America, we in America, we don't, uh, we don't have a community ideology anymore. And like, I, like, okay, we may have never had it. We've had it in pieces and like, we've had more of a concerted effort to be an American community. But like, I think nowadays, <laughs> even though it makes me sound like an old man, but nowadays it's like, it's not about us. It's just a bunch of tribes here and people that, you know, find your tribe. And yes, definitely find your tribe because you have to be, you have to be, but we also have to be one larger community in order for us to survive together because we have to survive together. Like, again, the this idea that, like, this country was going to come to a civil war, it's like, okay, that's fine, cool. Let it be that. But, like, afterwards, we're still going to be both be here no matter who wins you look at the election which was like our last civil war of like like you know ideology ideological civil war where it's like oh we're gonna vote for the soul of this country i think his campaign said um you have you look at that and it's like you still have the numbers split down the middle because that's just what this country is there's there's no look at there's no unity among us uh and we're almost to the part to almost to the fact that like people are proud of the fact that they're not a part of this union and that again is something that's something internal like something that this country has been a big part of you can't absolve this country for leading to such an event but the fact of the matter is if you're talking about healing this nation here and like being a better part of this world then we have to we have to take the responsibility to be better people we have to take the responsibility to be uh better leaders we yeah it it takes a level of sacrifice it takes a level of self-examination and self-scrutiny uh and responsibility to do the work but until we do it nothing 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 is going to change no matter who you have in office no matter uh who's running for what no matter what group is doing this and that like at the end of the day until the heart of people changes we're going to repeat that cycle and i and i often you know again one of the reasons that i went out there was to like spread information because i am a strong believer that like education if we can we can destroy racism with education. I, I 100% believe that there are things where people do look at differences and try and hold it over one another. But like the biggest factor of eradicating toxic racism is education. Just letting people know that there's different worlds out there, that their people exist differently at an early age, and to not give them this idea of superiority. It's just that there's different ways to live, and there's different people, and they live in different ways. And if you get that into your head young, 
then you live you know there's going to be a better it's going to be better experience for people who live in this world because like there's not discrimination it's going to be genuine acceptance of someone different because that's just what the world is made up of people come from like these little towns and they do it their way and it's like everything outside of this is wrong so you get people who are going across the world saying everything else is wrong except for where I came from instead of taking in the world for what it is understanding the world for what it is not being scared of something new which is another thing about like us needing a revolution people are scared to do the thing are scared to see the new thing they're scared of what like community policing looks like are they they're scared of what like taking corporations out of our government looks like are they scared of like changing the system that they're living in because it's the only thing that they've ever known the only thing that they've ever lived in so it's like oh something outside of that doesn't seem doesn't seem feasible or possible because this is how we've been living but once you're able to push past that fear because the fear is not going to go away plain and simple once you're able to push past that and like open yourself to like learning and experiencing the world then you're going to be able to live among this world better the there was an astronaut i wish i could remember his name uh, and as this quote always stuck with me he said um and now i'm going to mess up the quote <laughs> he says something along the lines of um he has no fear about going into space because he knows just about everything he needs to know. He was like the absence, the absence of ignorance was what helped him know that he was going to be all right. And granted, there's always variables that can change that, but he, they, they go, they're scientists. These aren't just people strapping on like space helmets and blasting off into space. Like they educate themselves. If you're talking about like what stills you in the face of fear is knowledge it's education that's how we that's one of the cores of the revolution but again in order to get to that point there is a thing within self where you have to be teachable like be willing to understand that you have more to learn and that like you should be learning that you should be opening yourself up to this so uh, we as a the revolution has to come in our culture in our ideology our way of thinking our passivity a revolution is something you live you know what i mean it's not an event it's not an action like a revolution is a daily practice you have to become a disciple of change every day you wake up and it's like how do i do better how do i change the old how do i beat back those things it has to be a dedication of self and there's people who there's a lot of people who may not be in a place yet to accept that but until we are then we're going to repeat the same patterns because we're we're repeating the same thinking repeating the same like ways of living like how these little things that are casual within us that we don't challenge or question or understand where they come from until you're able to face those things then like it's going to continue into the world onto larger scales and we'll have more we'll have more uprisings we'll have more anger we'll have more hate in the street we'll have more political strife we'll have more of this bullshit until we're ready for the revolution which is uh within ourselves mentally emotionally psychologically spiritually internally and everything everything else is easy quote unquote like there's a lot of bs that we have to pull apart but it's easy because like we're now making better decisions it's not about it's not about oh we're afraid to like reform this or that or like do this it's like oh no it's 
this is for the better of all, betterment of all of us and for those that come after us and that's why we're pushing forward for it but until those are the things that are put forward then we're still going to have these struggles so that's what a revo- that is the next step of a revolution if we are going to change we have to change ourselves then everything else can be done so there you go This has been a really good home podcast production. As always, produced by Katie Politonoff and Andy Fraser. The music is always a surprise every time I hear it, a pleasant surprise. Like, first time you guys hear it, just same as me. That music is done by Chris Johnson. Uh, our recording engineer is Yel Kaczynski, and additional tech support is provided by Ryan Conley. Our visual creative director is Alana Revere, and... Mm, should be able to pronounce her name by now. Tamlin Tobian is our director of publicity. There we go. Once again, this has been a really good home podcast production. Thank you for listening. We are a really good home.